0: Hello Dr. Shushma Singh this side today in second lecture of chapter 5 rights the topic with which we start our lecture is where do rights come from in the 17th and 18th century political theorists argued that rights are given to us by nature or good. The rights of men were derived from natural law. This meant that rights were not conferred by a ruler or a society. Rather, we are born with them. As such, these rights are inalienable and no one can take these away from us. They identified three natural rights of men. The right to life, liberty, and property. All other rights were said to be derived from these basic rights. The idea that we are born with certain rights is a very powerful notion because it implies that no state or organization should take away what has been given by the law of nature. This conception of natural rights has been used widely to oppose the exercise of arbitrary power by states and governments and to safeguard individual freedom. In recent years the term human rights is being used more than the term natural rights. This is because the rights of their being are natural law or a set of norms that are laid down for us by nature or God, appears unacceptable today. Rights are increasingly seen as guarantees that human beings themselves seek or arrive at in order to lead a minimally good life. The assumption behind human rights is that all persons are entitled to certain things simply because they are human beings. As a human being, each person is unique and equally valuable. This means that all persons are equal and no one is born to serve others each of these possesses an instinct value hence we must have equal opportunities to be free and realize our full potential this conception of a free and equal self is increasingly being used to challenge existing inequalities based on race caste religion and gender Today, the, human, the UN Universal Declaration of Human Rights builds upon this understanding of rights and its attempts to recognize these claims that the world community collectively sees as being important for leading a life of dignity and respect. The notion of universal human rights has been used by oppressed people all over the world to challenge laws which segregate them and deny them equal opportunities and rights. In fact, it is through the struggles of groups that have felt excluded that the interpretation of existing rights has Sometimes been altered. Slavery has, for instance, been abolished, but there are other struggles that have only had a limited success. Even today, there are communities struggling to define humanity in a way which includes them. The list of human rights which people have claimed has expanded over the years as societies face new threats and challenges. For instance, we are very conscious today of the need to protect the natural environment and this has generated demands for rights to clean air, water, sustainable development and the like a new awareness about the changes which may many people especially women children or the sick face in times of war or natural crisis has also led to demands for a right to livelihood right to children rights of children and the like such claims express a sense of moral outrage about infringement of people's dignity and they also act as the rallying call to people to try and extend right to all human beings. We should not understand the extent and power of such claims. They often invoke wide support. We may have heard about the pop star Bob Galdorf's recent appeal to Western governments to end poverty in Africa and seen TV reports about the scale of support which he received from ordinary people. Now we want to close today's lecture. Thanks for being a good listener.